Well, good morning. Uh, welcome to St Thomas's uh, morning prayer on Saturday. Don't know what the date is. It's probably the 18th of July. Uh, my name is Bruce. I'm a lay minister here at St Thomas's. I've missed the last two Saturdays because we managed to get away to have a holiday in Cornwall, which was amazing. So as we wait for one or two others to join us, we welcome everybody in. We're now, as a church, uh, PM, which I'm describing as post-Mephams, and we pray for them as they begin their new life up in Gloucestershire. Really glad that you've been able to join me this morning for morning prayer. I will be using the Lectio 365 um, format, which can be found on the 24, that's 24-7prayer.com website. And I would recommend getting the app from any good app store. That's Lectio 365. And the reading today will be from Acts chapter 12. And there will be lots of pauses, so don't worry, I haven't fallen asleep. Hopefully it'll be just a chance for us to reflect and to pray. Shall, shall, shall we begin? As we enter prayer now, we pause to be still, to breathe slowly and to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. So as we draw near to you, God, would you draw near to us? Teach us to pray. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. We rejoice in God's protection today, joining with the ancient praise of all God's people. In the words of Psalm 46, God is our refuge and our strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. God is our refuge and our strength. Today, as we reflect on the final part of the miraculous prison break story in Acts 12 that the Lectio 365 has been following this week, we see that Peter has been freed and the first thing he does is to go and find his friends. 
Acts chapter 12, verses 13 to 17. Peter knocked at the outer entrance, and a servant named Rhoda came to answer the door. When she recognised Peter's voice, she was overjoyed. She ran back into uh, opening... Uh, I'll read that again. She was so overjoyed, she ran back without opening the door and exclaimed, Peter is at the door. You're out of your mind, they told her. When she kept insisting that it was so, they said, mm, must be an angel. But Peter kept on knocking, and when they finally opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. Peter motioned with his hand for them to be quiet, described how the Lord had brought him out of prison. Tell James and the other brothers and sisters all about this, he said, and then he left for another place. This passage seems to read more like a scene from a comedy than a dramatic answer to prayer in the New Testament. But here is Peter, who has been miraculously released from his chains. He's now left cooling his heels on a doorstep. He's a fugitive who could be recognised and recaptured at any moment. He's left waiting while those who are praying for him to be released debate whether God could have answered their prayer. The church community has shown great faith, praying earnestly in the face of Peter's likely death, but they show uncertainty when they're presented with a victory. What doubts are we wrestling with? What people or needs or situations are we praying for? Lord, we want to talk to you now briefly about these things and ask that you'd give us the gift of faith, especially when we're doubting or questioning, or are uncertain about what's going on. So who are we persevering for in prayer at the moment? May we imagine them in our mind's eye now, knocking at our front door, whole, healed and free. Lord, we ask you to make this a reality for those we're praying for, for friends, family, Colleagues, loved ones, neighbours. 
may they be set free to praise you. As is the custom of uh, Lectio 365, we use the letters of the word pray and the P standing for pausing, R for rejoicing, A for asking and Y for yielding. So as we return to the passage to read it again, Lord, will you open our ears so we can hear your word and our hearts to yield to you once again. So I'm going to reread the passage from Acts chapter 12, 13 to 17. Peter knocks at the outer entrance and a servant named Rhoda came to answer the door. When she recognised Peter's voice, she was overjoyed. And she ran back without opening it and exclaimed, Peter is at the door. You're out of your mind, they told her. And when she kept insisting that it was so, they said, nah, must be an angel. But Peter kept on knocking and when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. Peter motioned with his hand for them to be quiet and described how the Lord had brought him out of prison. Tell James and the other brothers and sisters all about this, he said. And then he left for another place. So Peter is on the move. So now that he is no longer held down by chains or trapped behind walls, he's off to continue spreading the word about Jesus. Peter has not been silenced by his prison experience. He is not retiring on his miraculous freedom story. And we know from the book of Acts and, and church history that Peter continued to take risks and proclaim Jesus for the rest of his life right up to his death. Am I still willing to take risks for God? So Jesus, I surrender to you my doubts. I give you my uncertainty. Holy Spirit, I welcome you. Give me the courage to take new risks for you, even today. Isn't it good that God understands our doubts and our uncertainties? He does not condemn us for those things. He is able to embrace them and use them and take us and move us on to new places to take new risks. How good and gracious God is. May we now bring to God those things that are on our minds that we wish 
to pray for things in God's world, in our country, in our community, in our own homes. Feel free to bring those before God and to type them in. We might wish to pray and do pray, Heavenly Father, for difficult, seemingly impossible situations in your world. We think of the um, disadvantage, the, the awful starvation of those, of those many thousands in Yemen for the struggles in India and in Brazil with, with large numbers who are suffering from and even dying from COVID-19. We pray for our own country, Lord, that we would have wisdom about what a a relaxation of lockdown means for us as communities, as families, as individuals. Help us, Lord, to know what you are saying. We pray for families, particularly the Aquino family now in Spain, with little Noah undergoing his chemotherapy. We pray that that will go well for him. We pray for your healing for Noah, for your peace for that family as they try to settle in a new place and ask that you grant to them a new home and a new car. And for those that we know, Heavenly Father. For Rita, who's going to have her cataract operation on Tuesday, give her your peace. Pray it will go well. Pray for complete success for that operation. Pray for Julie's son-in-law, Sadiq, who has returned to Turkey and may not come back. Pray for all that that means for him, for his family, that you bring healing to him, Lord. And help Sarah and the children, Esther and Gillian left behind. May your peace, your grace, your understanding be theirs, we pray. Continue to pray for dear Michelle. Lord, will you bring your help and healing for her? Help her with her confusion, maybe doubts. Help her, Lord, to know you are on her case. And pray for your healing and restoration too for Phyllis. For Pauline Barry, Barry's niece, Nikki, who has had a spinal operation. And we pray for young people who are looking to know what's next for 
jobs, for employment situations, perhaps going to uni, for all the uncertainties surrounding them. Lord, bring, bring your peace, your help for them. And pray for local businesses too, that you'd help them with all the challenges that surround them at this time, about knowing whether to go back and open up again or not. Father, just pray for your peace. Holy Spirit, we bring all these things to you, wishing that we could be yielded to you. We thank you, returning to Lectio 365, to the yielding promise. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that when you commissioned your followers to make disciples of all nations, you promised to be with us always to the very end of the age. We ask that for all those for whom we're praying, Lord, they and us together, we would know that you are with us beside us, behind us, in front of us, around us and in us. Thank you for your presence. And our closing prayer asks, Father, that you would help us to live this day to the full being true to you in every way. Jesus, help us to give ourselves away to others, being kind to everyone we meet. Spirit, help us to love the lost, proclaiming Christ in all we do and say. Amen. And may we finish with the words of the Lord's Prayer in whatever version or translation you feel comfortable to say. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The kingdom, the power and the glory are yours. Amen. Thank you for joining in, for your comments, for your greetings. Uh, pray that you have a lovely day in all that you do. And see you again soon. For those who are wanting to worship God tomorrow, we meet at 10 o'clock and uh, on Facebook Live again. Look forward to seeing you then and afterwards for tea and coffee virtually. God bless you.